I'm glad you found your way to the Your Vet Wants You to Know podcast for more information about how to care for your pet. The show is designed to be educational and entertaining, but not to give a specific diagnosis or treatment for your animal. That job belongs to your veterinarian who knows your pet and wants to talk to you about what's going on with them. I'm here to be a resource only. Thanks and enjoy the show. As a curious pet owner, have you ever taken to the internet for more information? Maybe you want to know why your pet is itchy and what you can do about it. Maybe you're frustrated about the ear infections. Maybe you're looking for ways to make veterinary care more affordable. Instead of wading through a sea of information that may not be reliable and in some cases may be harmful, here is what your vet wants you to know. I'm Dr. Brittany Lancelotti, board-certified veterinary dermatology specialist. Join me to get the information you're looking for to care for your pet. If you're curious about your pet, then your vet wants you to know. Welcome everyone to today's episode of Your Vet Wants You to Know. I am joined today by Dr. Austin Richmond. I'm very excited to have him on the episode. He and I were resident mates together when we were first learning about veterinary dermatology. And now I have the pleasure of working alongside him every day at Veterinary Skin and Ear in Los Angeles, California. Welcome to the show, Dr. Richmond. Happy to be here. So you and I are going to be talking about a procedure called video otoscopy today. And this is something that we do on a fairly regular basis, but is not something that's generally done in a family veterinarian's office. It's more of a specialized procedure. Can you tell me a little bit about why video otoscopy is so important to you? And what is it that you like about this procedure? The video otoscopy is a tool where we get a high definition picture throughout an animal's ear canal. This tool is essential for managing severe chronic ear disease. This is definitely my favorite procedure. I've spent many years trying to work with as many dermatologists and experts as possible to get as much experience with this. It gives me great joy to do these procedures. I find it very fun and also rewarding to you know, be able to change an animal's life who has been suffering from an ear disease for many years at times. Yeah, I think that's probably very much an understatement when you say that this is fun for you. For those of you listening, when I'm doing a video otoscopy procedure and Dr. Richmond is in the office, if he has even a split second to come in and see what's happening, he is right there in our procedure room and wants to be involved. He absolutely loves doing these and seeing what a difference can be made in an animal's life when we actually get in there and are doing these video otoscopy procedures. This is something that you've done on many, many animals, but is there one animal in particular that kind of sticks out in your mind when you're thinking about video otoscopies? Yes, there's a wonderful golden retriever named Smile, who I've been seeing for many years now. He originally came in maybe four or five years ago, and you know, his ears were really terribly chronic ear infections. The, the smell when he walked into the door was probably a top five worst smell for one of the patients I've seen. And we, we deal, as you know, with quite... Uh, a lot of smelly animals uh, due to mm -hmm. their infections. But mm -hmm. he walked in, he's still bubbling, jumping around. But the receptionist, the front, were running to the back to tell everybody, hey, there's this really bad odor. The technicians had gone to the room to get some history and they were talking about how bad he smelled. 
Um, the poor guy's rubbing against his owner, rubbing on the walls, getting that you know pus and bacteria everywhere. But he was still very happy. Smile had been treated with many antibiotics and different treatments for a couple years, and his ears just got worse and worse. I remember touching his ears, and I could feel they were scarred. And I was like, okay, well, you know, he may need to go to surgery because of how bad his ears were to have his ear canals removed. And his owner basically begged me like, hey, I'll do whatever it takes, and I understand, but please try to save my dog's ears. And I was like, okay, well, let's try a video otoscope. Um, we had to put him on some steroids beforehand to open up the ear canals. And we also changed his diet, which actually was key for him. He had a very resistant bacterial infection called a pseudomonas. And we went in there, we flushed out the ears and did multiple different soaks with various antiseptic cleaners. And after that procedure and through steroids and antibiotics and changing of diet, I got Smile to live basically a normal life now with, you know, some ear infections, you know, maybe once or twice a year, but we usually catch those pretty early. And so he's one of the greatest successes because of how bad they were. And even at the time, I thought, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to save these ears. And, you know, it just gave me more confidence. And even some of the worst cases, we can really turn them around. Doing the video otoscope allowed me to visualize his ears. And really, the swelling and, and how they were shut was mostly from severe inflammation. And so once we were able to treat the infection with the scope and soaks, we were able to turn that around. So his case really sticks out to me. It's also because you know his owner is so great and I still see him and he's just so happy uh, every time he comes in. That's really nice to be able to have that happy, sweet golden retriever that wants to be around people and be loved, actually be able to be around people because it didn't smell so bad and he's more comfortable. It's really a testament to how rewarding these cases can be when an owner and a veterinarian work well together to figure out what the underlying cause is. So let's talk a little bit about this video otoscopy procedure. What's happening when you're doing this? So during the video otoscope procedure, we have a high definition camera with very bright lights at the end. We go into the entrance of the ear and we can visualize all the aspects of the ear canal and get a better look at the eardrum itself. This procedure really allows us to see a lot better than a handheld otoscope and give us more diagnostic information and treatment options when we can clean the ear or remove hair or masses, various things like that. And what are some of the reasons why a veterinarian might recommend a video otoscopy? Why might this be beneficial for a certain pet? So there's many reasons we'll do this procedure. Sometimes there'll just be a little growth at the external entrance that we can then take the scope, clean around it, and remove with laser or biopsy graspers or a loop. You know, a lot of times animals will have severe infections that have created a almost protective layer that can't be treated called a biofilm. And we can use brushes and tubes and different soaks to get rid of the bacteria growing on the walls, and then allow better success with medical treatment after the procedure. Another common reason is for matted hair. When the hair gets accumulated in the canal, sometimes you know ear drops and ear flushes won't work quite as well because the hair will 
you know, be a, a nidus for these infections. So we go in and we'll remove hair that's obstructing the ear canal. Sometimes there'll be severe swelling. And so we can go in and we can visualize the edema and sometimes inject steroids further down in the ear canal. And then also one of the more common reasons is the removal of masses and ear polyps. And then another common one is an entrance to the middle ear through the eardrum. And so we can do that through a little procedure called a myringotomy, where we make a little hole into the eardrum, and then we can flush out infections or fluids that may be built up, French bulldogs and other you know, smush maze breeds that will get accumulations in the back of the throat that will lead to middle ear problems. Yeah, so there's a lot of different reasons that we can use video otoscopy to either figure out what's going on or help our patients. So there's no one specific reason, but many of those reasons are pulling things out from the ear, getting a deep cleaning going, figuring out what's happening in the middle ear and getting samples from there as well. So it's important to talk to your veterinarian about what reason they are recommending a video otoscopy and figure out if that's the best plan for your animal. And I know in certain situations, we may recommend advanced imaging with either a CT scan or an MRI while a pet is under anesthesia for a video otoscopy. What are some reasons why you might recommend this advanced imaging when you're doing a video otoscopy? Yeah, so we'll recommend a CAT scan when an animal has any neurologic signs or if an animal has an ear infection for a long time. When we do this, there are animals that we can look in the external ear and we can't tell if there's a problem in the bulla, which is typically the hollow area that helps an animal hear, but you can get bacterial infections or sterile buildup or even viral induced type fluids that will build up in the ears. And so if we do a CT, then we know do we have to go through the eardrum and flush that area out as well. It also can tell us if we need to recommend a referral to a surgeon. A bacterial infection can eat away at the bones in the middle ear for a long period of time. And, and it is actually better for the animal to get that ear removed with the surgeon just due to risks of the infection going into the brain or just because we're not going to be able to treat it medically. And also there can be tumors that will grow from other areas that are not in the ear that then grow into the ear itself. When those occur, it's good to refer them out to you know, an oncologist or a surgeon as well. And the imaging will allow us to then plan for that and give a better prognostic indicator to you know, owners. Yeah, those CT scans give us a lot of information, more than what we can see with just our video otoscope. So if there is significant disease on the other side of the eardrum, we know whether or not we need to do that surgical procedure called the myringotomy to go into uh, that middle ear and get a sample or flush out what's going on there. And it tells us whether or not we're going to be able to make a big difference with with our video otoscopy. You know, there are some animals that have such severe disease that's outside of the ear canal that no matter what we do within the ear canal, we're not going to make them better. And so in those cases, we would refer them to a surgeon who can help with surgically removing that ear. So it's a lot of information that we can get. And when we combine these two procedures, we can minimize the risks associated with anesthesia. And that's what I want to talk about next, because we talk a lot about risk versus benefit on this show. And you've gone 
through a lot of the benefits of this procedure, what are some risks associated with anesthesia that pet owners should be aware of? And how might a veterinarian decrease those risks before putting an animal under anesthesia? So for this procedure, there's no difference in anesthetic risks, but any animal is an individual. We need to weigh you know, there are many factors for anesthesia. They're, you know, extremely young or, you know, extremely old. Do they have heart disease? And so we work with the primary veterinarians on, you know, okay, hey, like, has there been a heart issue? You know, do you need to get some chest x-rays done with the primary veterinarian? Sometimes we'll have to send to a cardiologist. But, you know, most of the time, the dogs and cats that we do video otoscopes on are, are generally healthy otherwise, you know, we'll check blood work to make sure there isn't any adjustments to the anesthesia plan. And if there is ever an animal that can't go through this, we'll try to talk to an emergency doctor or the cardiologist on an anesthetic plan that will help. But anytime there's an anesthesia, there is an inherent risk that comes with that. And we try to mitigate that the best we can. Yeah, every animal is an individual. So talking to your veterinarian about what risks your particular pet has is going to be important and coming up with a plan to help minimize those risks so that they can safely go through this procedure. Now, in addition to risks from anesthesia, there's also some risks associated with the video otoscopy procedure itself that we should make owners aware of. Can you describe some of those risks that we warn pet owners about? Yeah. So when you're doing this procedure, you definitely want to have an animal under anesthesia with a tracheal tube in place. And that's due to the anatomy of the ear. Anytime you're flushing fluids through a dog's ear, you, you want to make sure that there is some pressure on the back of the throat where the eustachian tube connects to the middle ear. Just because if there is a dog that, you know, their eardrum's not intact and you're flushing a lot of fluid, that fluid can go through the ear, through the middle ear, and through the eustachian tube, and then go into the lungs and get a pneumonia. And so we definitely want to prevent that. And that's one of the most important things with this procedure is having a tracheal tube in place to prevent that. You know, there can be some pain that comes with the procedure. Usually a lot of animals, they're having this procedure, have some pain already due to the severity of their ears. But, you know, we'll use pain medications during the procedure even local blocks of you know, using lidocaine to block some nerves around the ear and send home pain medications for a few days after. And then if you are flushing the middle ear, there is a lot of very important nerves in that area. And if you disturb those nerves or cause some more inflammation, you can get what's called Horner syndrome, where an animal will have a head tilt or parts of their face would be numb afterwards. Most of the time, we can catch that right after the procedure and administer some steroids. So I've never had any long-lasting effects, but I have heard from colleagues that they've had cats or a dog who ends up with some neurologic dysfunction after the procedure due to you know how much the nerve was disturbed. But most of the time, I've learned that you know if I catch it early, I can give them steroids and they usually do quite well. 
Yeah. So those main risks are going to be the risk of aspirating or inhaling that liquid. And we minimize that risk by making sure that we have an endotracheal tube in place. And then um, pain we control for after the, the procedure with some pain medications that your veterinarian will talk to you about as far as how to give when the animal goes home. Uh, and those neurologic signs, because we do have several nerves that run through the middle ear, they can become irritated and inflamed while we're doing this procedure. So a head tilt, some abnormal eye movements, the third eyelid may come up. It's really rare to see that, but something that owners should be aware of as a specific risk to this procedure. So I kind of want to just wrap up some big takeaway points that you'd like pet owners to remember about video otoscopy, why we would recommend this, what to think about if you're considering having your pet undergo a video otoscopy, and what important questions they might want to ask their veterinarian. I generally think the benefits outweigh the risks in most cases, but there are some very challenging ear cases or masses And it could be the difference between months of struggling or more rapid resolution. Yeah, we absolutely love doing video otoscopies because we can see a big difference, just like you saw a big difference in Smile's case. I mean, these animals are oftentimes living with chronic issues with their ears. And when we can get in there with a video otoscope and treat the ear and have a better idea of what's going on, we can see significant improvement following that procedure. Maybe not right away, but over the course of the animal's lifetime, we see that big difference when we're managing this chronic disease. You know, a videotoscopy and a CT scan, these are advanced procedures and they're best performed by a veterinary dermatology specialist. So if you are interested in consulting with a veterinary dermatologist who specializes in ears, there's a link on the Your Vet Wants You to Know website under the resources tab so that you can find a specialist near you. And you can also view the references for today's show and the show notes on the website as well. I would encourage you, if your pet has had chronic ear infections or if it's undergone a video otoscopy, join the Facebook group uh, Your Vet Wants You to Know so you can share your story with other pet owners and kind of commiserate what you've gone through and share your success stories too. We love hearing those. So Dr. Richman, if pet owners would like to consult with you for video otoscopies, where might they find you? You can find me at Veterinary Skin and Ear in West L.A., or come to our website, veterinaryskinandear.com, or Instagram is veterinaryskinandear. Awesome. Now, I like to end each episode with a segment I call Scratching the Itch. This is a segment that highlights something, either a human interest story, a product, or a website, essentially something that provides relief or just makes you feel good, hence Scratching the Itch. Dr. Richmond, do you have a Scratching the Itch you'd like to share for us today? Mine's actually chocolate chip cookies. Um, <laughs> My wife is a pastry chef and she's perfected her dough, but during my board studies, I needed a distraction. And, you know, over the course of many months, um, I would take one cookie a night and I would try different baking techniques to try to perfect that. So, you know, anytime she's making her chocolate chip cookies, I now have the baking technique perfected. But yeah, chocolate chip cookies really hit the spot for me. <laughs> Excellent. And maybe you and Aaron might be interested in sharing your chocolate chip cookie recipe with our listeners. Yeah, we'll have to ask her for that. Um, 
I think we're going to have those in the office pretty soon. Lucky Yes. All right. That really scratches my itch. Thank you very much, Aaron. I appreciate that. (laughs) And Dr. Richmond, thank you so much for coming on today and talking about video otoscopies. I know this is going to be really helpful in helping people understand exactly what it is that we're recommending and what to expect if their animal has to undergo this procedure. I truly appreciate your time. Happy to do it. And for everyone listening, I look forward to your next visit with your vet wants you to know.